It's the morning crew on the Mighty 790, 104.7 KFGO. Randy Nelson from the University of Crookston. Sometimes known as Randy the Rainmaker. <laughs> uh, good morning, Randy. How are you? Good morning. I am doing just fine. How about yourself? We are doing well. Uh, ready for the holidays, are you? Getting there. We are getting there. The, uh, the Christmas lights are up. I took advantage a couple weeks back of yeah. some very nice weather because I don't like going on the roof if it's a little bit slick just to be on the safe side. Uh, but the lights are up, and uh, I feel good about that. I yeah. kind of feel like if you haven't gotten your decorations up, you have no excuse. <laughs> that is that is a true story. Because <laughs> it's so nice out. We already got a it's text beautiful. message coming in to our Adventure RV Text Club uh, Glad to hear a special edition of Dr. Rainmaker, uh, Randy Nelson. And I want to start where Robbie did with uh, with poinsettias because they're very popular this time of year. And, and Randy, do you have some pointers for your poinsettia if you have problems? Well, you, you certainly can have problems with uh, poinsettias. That said, they are a pretty tough plant. The biggest thing you're going to want to watch for is, is water. And keep in mind, depending on the size, uh, you can have a lot of foliage on there, which means you might have to be watering every couple of days, depending on where they're stored or where you have them located in the house. Just don't let them dry out. Okay. Check the moisture in there at least every day. Okay. I'm glad you said that because I was going to say it's a touchy plant because I'm not kidding you. I have gotten beautiful poinsettias for my birthday before, and they don't make it to Christmas. I'm not sure well, what I'm doing. <laughs> and and it could partly be uh, be water because again, for the most part, they're they're pretty tough, but okay. they're they're going to be pretty sensitive if they're allowed to dry out. And like I said, the uh, if you get a larger plant, they can go through a lot uh, a lot of water, especially if it's not in a real large uh, container. Okay. And the other thing, if you can have it in an area where it doesn't have a direct draft, for if you have forced air, for example. Um, if you can try to keep it away from locations like that, the main reason for that is that it's going to dry out a little bit more with the air blowing on it. Uh, if you don't have an option, I mean, it's certainly not going to. Is there any yeah. hope? Is there any hope for it once it does dry out? Well, just give it a really good soaking. Some <laughs> and, of the, the 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 media that's used to grow most of them, for the most part, it's going to be a soilless media. So okay. there's actually no no field soil. It's going to be composed of mainly uh, bark, probably some sphagnum peat perlite that is in there. So sometimes when those dry out, it can be pretty hard to rewet those, and you might have to soak them in water for a little bit just to make sure that that um, uh, that media is completely saturated if it if it dries out. University of Minnesota Crookston Professor Dr. Randy Nelson, Randy the Wreath Wrecker, joining us this morning on KF Joe. We got a phone call uh, that came in. Uh, do we have that call on ready to go? If you've got a question, you can call our studio at 237 5948. Good morning. You're on KFGO. Hi, I'm just giving an update. Um, this is about the European mountain ash and Christmas tree. So the Christmas tree is successfully in my uh, living room. So, and there was no reason to even touch the European mountain ash. Okay. So you're saying not to, uh, you know, cut the the bottom off or anything like that. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, what it was is the mountain ash at the bottom of the mountain ash was an attached Christmas tree. And it grew enough because I called three weeks ago. Oh. Saying or um, 
because I didn't because the European mountain ash is like 20 15 20 feet tall I didn't want to ruin it whatsoever so uh, the way it was attached there was no reason to even touch the European mountain ash and um, bring in the Christmas tree inside okay so he was yeah so it's just an update because okay. I called um, Randy so yep all right well thank you so much for sharing that with us Randy, do you have other tips and pointers for people that are going out to pick out a Christmas tree to find maybe the, the, the freshest one that they could look for? That is a good question because it's going to make a big difference on when those trees were uh, were shipped in. And actually, the probably the number one thing, make sure you measure your space before you go out, unless you happen to have a chainsaw handy when you get back home. Uh, but most people, uh, depending on where you're located, you might not have a chainsaw or something to cut that with. Measure your space first, then head out to the lot. Once you're out there, if you're buying from a, a Christmas tree lot, go ahead and just run your hand across some of the branches. So grab near the trunk and just run your hand across those branches. The needles should stay attached. If you're noticing a few needles falling off or, or more than what should be, it might be a good indication that perhaps they've been stored a little bit too long. Another trick you can do, um, if you're able to move the trees a little bit, if you just gently tap them a, a little bit on the ground, and if you see a lot of needles falling off, I would certainly avoid those ones. And, of course, keep watering the tree, right, well, on a daily basis? Yeah. Once you get that tree home, the rule of thumb is is that you want to cut a little bit off that bottom portion because you're going to have sap and whatnot that is going to seal off that water-conducting vessels on there. So usually you're going to take off about a half inch to an inch of the, the bottom. You're just going to make a nice uh, straight cut. And then go ahead and put that then right in your, um, right in your uh, tree base. And then, yeah, make sure that is, is filled with water. Uh, and check that one daily because some of these trees, um, you know, depending on the size, you could need to go through a gallon or so of water in a day. And once trees dry out, that is when you're going to have an issue. Because sometimes if they dry out for any amount of time, uh, meaning no water in the base, it, you may end up having to replace that tree. Randy, we so appreciate your insight and your access helping us out. Uh, have yourself a Merry Christmas and looking forward to when those seed catalogs come out. We start oh, yeah. planning for the spring, Randy. <laughs> it's coming, buddy. It's coming. Yes, it is. Thanks for having me All on. All right. Thank Happy you. holidays, Randy. Thank you. KF Show time is 6.50.